Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you like my podcast, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes or YouTube or my Facebook page uh, and follow me on Instagram. We're going to talk about Columbus Day. I'm kind of just talking about if he was good or he was bad and just kind of exploring the impacts on history of what happened. But after I recorded, I went and kind of looked at some of the um, the headlines that were going around and news stories. You know, is it should it be Columbus Day or should it be Indigenous Peoples Day? And uh, there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of I didn't realize how upset people were about Christopher Columbus. So I don't really talk about that as much. I kind of try to talk about the historical significance and impact, not just on like the Americas, but like of all human history. So uh, if you like it, enjoy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's a beautiful day again here in sunny New York in this fall day in October. Today, we're going to talk about Christopher Columbus because it was Columbus Day. And there's a lot of controversy about this guy. People don't even don't have off from work anymore from that for that holiday. It's now being switched to Indigenous Peoples Day in a lot of areas. And I'm cool with that. I don't think we necessarily need to have off for Christopher Columbus Day. If you want to change it, that's fine too. But I just thought it was interesting how the narrative over Christopher Columbus has changed over the last 5, 10, 15 years about becoming the, you know, the guy who basically founded, quote unquote, founded the Americas for the Western world as we know it today. And the narrative changing into that he's a murderer. Now, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. He was trying to get to the East Indies, India, for spice trading. He was doing it for the, the Spanish crown. He was part of the Catholic Church. He was an Italian navigator. He'd been to Africa. He'd been all over the world. Um, And he apparently got lost. And he ended up in the West Indies. You know, the Caribbean. And this was the... It wasn't the first time, you know, European or what we like to call Western civilization came to the Americas. But they did encounter indigenous peoples. And from our science, most likely the... uh, indigenous peoples of America came over from on the the ice bridge during the ice age from Asia the Asia's now Russia connecting into Alaska coming all the way down to you know Peru and all the way to the tip of South America now we can get in. We don't want to get into all the conspiracy theories about global c- civilizations with the pyramids in the Americas, mounds in North America, actual pyramids in Central and South America, Egypt. Obviously, some people believe that there was a global civilization that did that before, 
But for our purposes now, you know, we've basically been taught that he was the guy who settled and civilized the Americas. Leif Erikson from Norway apparently came over a long time ago, but I think temporarily, but I think the most important thing to to recognize is he came in and he he was basically the the domino of colonization in a technological western way. Stone houses, guns, metallurgy, things like that. And people are upset. You know, my, my question is, was, it, was he that bad? And I'm probably going to, I'm going to go with that. He's not the best person, but it wasn't that bad. A lot of people died when he came over here. 80 or 90% of that had to do with disease I'm sure there were raids and fighting as well. There definitely were. But, you know, this is the 1400s. There is a lot of savagery all over. Life was hard. People killed each other and he got away with it. People like to also think that Native Americans were peacefully smoking their peace pipe and hanging out but they were warring factions all over native american north america central america south america that basically were politically fighting like people do now over territory resources women men soldiers and just personal conflicts i mean if you want to give an example in uh, Teotihuacan it's the city below Mexico Mexico has a very interesting history it's been turned over so many times but they had a ceremony where it's documented that they killed 40,000 people in a couple day ceremony that's pretty savage that's uh, not great now I'm sure he wasn't the best guy but he did expand and basically set up our entire civilization uh, and changed the course of history uh, coming over. Not only coming over, but coming over multiple times, getting resources. And I think, you know, that's kind of the thing is that people are upset about how he took over lands. Um, But the main issue is that people got sick from Western diseases, domesticated cattle, uh, staying put, you know, um, a lot of times Native Americans lived in longhouses. They were moving with the seasons. They didn't have as much, you know, cattle and livestock for food sources. It was more of a seasonal farming and foraging and hunting versus permanent agriculture and hunting. So... That was that's a big change that happened when they came over. Guns, horses, things of that nature. But I was listening to a um, a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It was Ben Shapiro's Sunday special, and you know I knew this, but I kind of didn't really uh, internalize it talking about it. But Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying that he, that Columbus might be the single most important person in all of human history to date. And it's uh, his reasoning 
is pretty obvious, but it's something you kind of just slips your mind a little bit. As we were saying before, the as we know it through science and genealogy and history, we believe that man started out in Africa. They migrated up to the Middle East, through the Middle East, populating Europe, and then going east through the Middle East, Pakistan, Eurasia, uh, the Ural Mountains, in down into India. Now, currently, Thailand, Cambodia, the Pacific Asian Islands down there, and then other people went north, China, settling on Japan, you know, uh, Asia, the Asian part of Russia, I forgot what it's called, and then eventually making their way over the land bridge that was walkable during the Ice Age. Global warming happened or, you know, climate change happened and the Ice Age ended. That land bridge stopped and it cut off the flow of genes in the human race, the exchanging of genes, right? So the Americas became a whole, started to become a different section of the human lineage for 10,000 years, basically. And there's, you can all, there's a lot of, you know, that's some people say there's a lot of reasoning that that's why they have allergic, different reactions to alcohol, people from Asian descent. And then also from the, you know, with alcoholism, uh, native American descent, because they didn't have it in their diet for a long time. They didn't need it because there was so much land spread out that the water was pretty clean for the most part. And that's actually kind of interesting. There's a genetic bottleneck for you know, Anglo-Saxon European descents of why they have a high tolerance to alcohol is because Europe got so nasty and the water was so gross that if you didn't have a high tolerance for alcohol, even though ancient alcohol was um, less alcoholic, it was more just to sterilize the water. It was like one to two percent versus six, seven, eight percent like it's now. Or if you're just a heady Heady Topper beer lover, 9, 10, 12%, which I think they should market a little bit better. If you've ever drank a couple of those, they sneak up on you. Um, but the the, the gene, genealogical record of humanity, of the human species, started to isolate itself into a second section of peoples in the Americas, you know, as we know as indigenous peoples to Native America. And... Um, you know, obviously there's subsections. You know, if you go down to Guatemala, there's certain people have very specific genetics to like the mountains because uh, you get cut off by geography. It's just too hard to get around and people don't want to move. You know, it takes years to move a couple states uh, or even seasons like that. So there's freaking cars out here. Thank you, guys. Um, so anyways, the whole point was is that he was saying that, you know, he's the single most important person because he reconnected the human uh, genealogical bridge. You know, if it wasn't him, it would be it would have been someone else eventually, obviously. But he was the guy who not only went to the Americas, but continued to go to the Americas and brought over Western culture to settle that area. And they brought 
a much older, uh, not older, but a different set of genes from the Anglo-Saxon migration to the Americas. And, you know, that's another thing that we're just talking about the alcohol for, for um, uh, Anglo-Saxon people. Uh, they also had immunities to livestock diseases, which peoples of the America, because they had so much space, they didn't necessarily need to have livestock they didn't have it at that point, or at least not on the scale that we had. So a lot of diseases came over from animals or just Europeans who were just, you know, that's the thing is a lot of the Europeans who came over to the Americas were shunned. They weren't doing so well there. They had no other option except to uh, get a, get on a crazy boat and go across, you know, months at a time to go to the Americas. That's usually... Either the, the crown paid them. Uh, and then unfortunately, you know, some of the uh, people who came over, the West Indies were bought from the slave trade, brought over, bringing over another whole different uh, Afro-Latin American, you know, basically the Latinx kind of like, uh, I guess, I don't know, I guess a race or nationality of the South America, like Colombia has a lot of mixing of Spanish, indigenous, and uh, African subcontinent genes. But basically, you know, he's the person who bridged the, bridged the gap of uh, humanity back together after the Ice Age. Um, so I think that's pretty important to acknowledge. And, uh, you know, it, I also think it's kind of part of the Americana, um, his his the whole idea of his voyage is part of the Americana story of going to new lands, being a little bit more adventurous, trying riskier things. And I think it's still in kind of being boisterous and believing in that you can do just explore the exploratory nature of Americana. And this kind of translated later, you know, we, you know, we rebelled, eventually we rebelled against the, uh, the English rule. And then we had, Manif- you know, unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately or unfortunately, we had manifest destiny to go all the way to the West Coast and colonize to the Pacific Sea. Um, so, if you, I mean, the thing is, like, people kind of get upset about Columbus, but I think there's a lot more actors later that people kind of lump in with Christopher Columbus, where, I mean, if you think about it, Andrew Jackson was not a nice dude to Native American people. Uh, what was it? The Trail of Tears? That's not good. Um, and then also uh, Don Quixote, who colonized lots of Mexico in the Central America. The guy was a savage. He murdered so many people. You know, he befriended. And then like it, people will also forget. It's like you don't just come in and destroy. It happens now. Like we could even talk about the Turks and Syria and the Kurds. But you don't just befriend. I mean, you don't just take over everybody. There's warring factions when you got here, and they befriended some to to take over others, and then you know, especially with Mexico and Don Quixote taking befriending them and then turning on them and to get all their gold to bring back. So I think Christopher Columbus gets a little bit of a bad rap, whereas you know he did he colonized he he bridged the gap of the human history of our lineage of our our genes 
he brought Western culture over to America, which basically dictate is dictated the world ever since then, up until World War II. And in you know, World War II, you could have gone gone a little differently. It could have been something different, but it didn't. And that's where we are today. So I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap. Bad things happen, you know. We they got Manhattan for some trinkets and a blanket, right? And those blankets probably had some diseases on them. And some people said they did it intentionally. But I think Christopher Columbus gets a bad rap getting wrapped in with a lot of other players in that time that come after him, um, you know, that took advantage of this first domino and you know, it was part of um, how society was at that time. It wasn't just Christopher Columbus coming over and saying, hey, let's go over here, take all their stuff and kill everybody. It was even reported that he, one of his friends was a Native American who died and he adopted his son. So he had a native, uh, that adopted Native American son took after him after he died. So I, I think, you know, history gets painted in different, different ways depending on the timing What's going on in the culture? Who writes it, obviously? And, you know, I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap. And, you know, it's easier to focus on the negative things. You do it all the time with your own life. There's always a trade-off. There's always a trade-off of good and bad things. And hopefully the good things outweigh the bad. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of... um, you know, lands were taken over, but that's, I, it's kind of like an argument to say that over time, if it wasn't Christopher Columbus, it would have been someone else, you know, it, it would have. And that's how technology, like the technology works. It's like if someone had different technology that was, um, either allowed people to utilize resources in a way that people didn't have to fight, that could have been something different or at that time, it was just who had weapons to protect themselves or take from others to ensure their own interests versus those of others. So, you know, it's sad. It's not the greatest story about, you know, the, the Native American, especially let's talk about specifically about America because we're I'm American and we're from America. It's not the greatest story, but it, it did happen. Uh, but uh, there, there's also other... Progress that happened as well of the American story, starting with Christopher Columbus. So, was he good or was he bad? That's you know, that's for good and bad is is relative. But it's just interesting how the story changes as you know as we become into more like of a, a PC or being more aware of um, oppressed or suffering people um, as time moves on. So. That's it. Christopher Columbus. It's a day late, but it's okay. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like my podcast, subscribe in iTunes. If you like my YouTube channel, which I also post on there, go subscribe in iTunes. I have funny videos. I have podcasts. I have interviews with some people. I do some real estate stuff as well and travel videos. So enjoy. Follow me on Instagram at Marcus Amadeus. Find me online, Marcus Amadeus Shot. Enjoy. Bye. Have a good day.